Today we are, thank goodness, talking about meditation. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Every small business owner needs meditation right now, especially since, bless our hearts, after COVID. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) It's what's brought up the conversation for me, for sure. (laughs) Both Dr. Marina and I are small business owners, and oh my gosh, what a year we've had. Yes. But also, I think this year we're trying to find ways that we can just bring some peacefulness into our lives and Mm -hmm. just help us deal with all these things that we're not used to. And I definitely find that meditation has grounded me and being able to do that for sure. So I'm excited to talk about this topic of meditation and learn. Yeah, and learn about it. And there's a lot of questions that I have about meditation that that has been fascinating. So I would like to know. When did you get into meditation? So I started meditation a long time ago. I started probably over 20 years ago, mainly because I was stressed out at the time and going through a really difficult period. Mm -hmm. And one of my teachers, when I was studying, said, you need some meditation. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, yeah, sounds great. I also thought, though, at the time, I would meditate for that little period of time and it would like fix all my problems and I would never have to do it again. Right. You're like, oh, here's the solution. Yes. I thought I was like, I'll just do this and everything will be fine. Yeah, no, that's not how it works. (laughs) But it does let your body kind of I don't know, reset for the day or because you can meditate in the morning, even midday if you need Mm -hmm. to at lunch, just like look out at the sky and just do a little bit of meditation or at night going to sleep like in just little spurts throughout the day just kind of sets the tone, I think. Yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, meditation's very old. It's been around for a very long time and there's lots of schools of thought on how you should approach it. What's the best way? Of course, everybody thinks their way is the best way, but there's (laughs) multiple ways of doing it. And, you know, there's, you know, is as old as in Greek times, for example, the Stoics would do it in the morning and in the evening mm. to like, you know, to set the intention for the day and then, you know, fin- and review the day right. concept. Okay. So there's lots of ways of going about it. And it, like really, that. it's about how you want to fit it in for yourself and how your mind works and how it'll help you. Yeah. If that makes sense. How do you fit it into your day? Okay, let's see. I started out only doing it in the morning, thinking, okay, I'm going to set the intention of my day, and this is how I'm going to do it. And then as life got more complicated because you got older, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe the morning's not enough. And you have twins. <laughs> yes. And definitely once I had kids. They're like, mommy, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I know. Get ready for the day. Absolutely. So I found myself doing the morning and then having to do the evening because I really oh, needed yeah. to undo the day sometimes or unwind the day or if it was a great day, kind of reflect on the day, whatever it was. So I found myself doing it like before bed and first thing in the morning. And I still have that habit now. I like that. Yeah. I found this year a five minute so I'm a five minute meditator. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> Is that fine. okay? No, absolutely. I tell people it doesn't really matter as long as you do it. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I'm just also very hyper. And I can't I just it would be 30 minutes is a long time for me. Five minutes I can do right. But interestingly enough, it said meditation throughout the day. And so when I'm at home working, if I have the time, what I like to do, I pop up YouTube and it was five minutes in the midday meditation. Oh, yeah. So I thought it was so cool. So I'd make my snack or my lunch or whatever. And I Mm -hmm. played it and I ate it. And I just like looked at the birds, looked at the trees. And it really did help. It really did.
did a lot. That's one of the things I think is a really great point that you're bringing up is that a lot of people don't realize that there's so many types of meditation. Mm. There isn't one way to do it. There's many ways to approach it. And there's all different kinds of sort of levels. Like I've so I've right. said to clients for years, like the Dalai Lama is probably the most famous meditator, right? That right. most people can think of. But yeah. it's like he also started meditating when he was three. Three years <laughs> yes, old? Yes, he started meditation and enrolled in sort of what he was really? doing. Really? Yes, they start very young in Tibet. And it's a tradition. Wow. So it's like, of course, he can sit and meditate for eight hours because <laughs> yeah. he's been doing it for 75 years. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And so it's the skill that we all have to develop. So like I that's why I always tell people, if all you can do is a minute, two minutes, three minutes, it doesn't really matter. It's about the practice mm. and the and doing it all the time, every day. Because over time, you will be able to sit longer and longer. And yeah. actually, what has happened, at least for me, is that I, that's why I think I started just in the morning and then I wanted to do it later because I started to crave that time. Because it's really your time. It's the really only is. time between you and whatever your personal spiritual beliefs are and that's it you know meditation is prayer it's all the things it's however you want to look at it and incorporate it into your life there's no um you have to do it this way or you have to do it that way and so by taking that time that's dedicated to you is really important and that's what i th that's why i'm like however you start just start i like how you said it could be anything like prayer or whatever you want it to be i mix mine up so i also have found one that did a five minute prayer meditation yep. mm -hmm. and i thought that was really cool but then i have another one that i do that it's my break where i just listen to somebody softly speaking and I look out for me, I have found that guided meditations work mm -hmm. the best for me. Otherwise, if I'm just crossing my legs, you know, in that, you know, <laughs> right, and like right, do, time right. for meditation, right, I'm thinking of a to do list, right, right. <laughs> I go and there very and easily. That's the hardest part is for people to separate themselves and their mind, you know, oh, and, and, and to kind of disconnect. Yeah. Also, though, it is a different type of meditation style. So there's multiple kinds of styles. And so some are really, truly guided meditations yeah. where someone else or some song or some ritual or some prayer walks you through the stages of what you want to do and yeah. how you want to meditate. So you can be, and that's the other thing that people don't realize, you can be standing, you can be sitting, you can be walking. There's many ways you can even do cleaning as a meditative art style. What? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Whoa, whoa, what do you yes. mean by that? Like yes. I'm cleaning my yes. room? Yes, or like absolutely. There's very specific style, and but it's very popular. It sort of has gained more popularity from a Zen monk who wrote a book about called the art of cleaning and really? it's yes it's this idea of being incredibly mindful and taking the steps and it's kind of the concept of when you walk into you know a church or a temple you feel this like cleanness in the space the energy of the space it's that idea of bringing that into your house and so when you clean you clean you know, we're full of gratitude and slowly and meticulously. So there's lots of ways to do it. I am not making this <laughs> next thing what I'm about to say up. So last night, I was putting up the dishes and cleaning and getting ready well for you to come over today. So I was like, <laughs> I gotta clean the house. <laughs> but on my Sonos, you know, I have my Spotify mm -hmm. uh, playlist, instead of me playing classical music or bossa nova, uh -huh. I usually uh -huh. do, I actually turned on a meditation yeah. playlist. Yeah. 
And I don't know if that's to get, but I've started to do that, right. and it really does yes. set. It's different than it's having different. even it classical bossa nova. Yes. I can't yes. explain it, but that's so interesting that yes. you said that. And that's the thing that people like will come to find out that the more you practice it, even if you think you're doing it wrong or not long enough or whatever the thing it is, you're still doing it. And so the more you do it, it kind of just sneaks in at other places, and you'll find yourself mm. wanting to put yourself in that sort of brainwave pattern. There's real science behind this that meditation does in sort of help retrain the brain into sort of more calm brainwave patterns and helps with all kinds of things. And so that's what happens. So you'll find yourself doing a task that you could do sort of automatically or kind of by memory. And then you can let that mind part go and do the task very deliberately with sort of cultivating that, that concept of meditation along with it. I love that. What's yeah. your favorite way to meditate? So my favorite way to meditate, let's see, it kind of has ebbed and flowed over the years. I would say as of late, my favorite way to meditate is what's called loving kindness meditation. And that oh. is where, and that would be like fall into the guided meditation falls into this as well. Okay. And this is where you're either saying a mantra or a prayer or a repeated, you know, statement like I am enough, I am loved, you know, that kind of thing. And I think it's because my kids have started <laughs> to sneak in and meditate with me and oh, <laughs> yes I love that yeah it's really sweet so I yeah. you know because at first they were like mommy what are you doing <laughs> and I'm like shh <laughs> they're talking and <laughs> so and so yes yeah, so I've started to like like I've done little things where I'll hold their hands and they'll face me and then we'll just repeat the same things over. Like one of the things I like to say with them a lot is I am enough. I've always been enough and I will always be enough. And I, we just repeat it over and over again and sit in a circle and I'll hold hands and kind of do that because I'm trying to train them on some level, you know, hopefully it sinks in that no matter what, that they're always enough. And that's a big thing. Cause that's, I think something that we all suffer with that kind of stuff. Right. So it's just been fun for me lately, these past couple of years that when they sneak in to do that, because it's so sweet and so genuine and they do it like that. I'm going to share that, you know, with yeah, my sister. Sure. <laughs> and then, you know, I have a niece and nephew, as you know, and I mm -hmm. cannot wait to share this tip. I never even thought about that. And instead of always just telling them right. you can do this um, together as right. a little little mini ritual yes. and that's wonderful yeah, I've never thought about that that's one of the beauties of things like this that I mean I think um, historically we as people always did a form of a group meditation if that makes sense and incorporated these things in our families and did things together like that and I'm not sure where or when we kind of lost that tradition or mm. kind of have left it to only when we go to church or only when we go to you know whatever specific right thing and just forget that we can do it every day ourselves in mm -hmm. our own home. And the great thing about it, which is why these past years of doing it with my kids, that's been fun is they just see the world so simply and so differently. Mm -hmm. And so like they never questioned mm -hmm. why I would say I am enough oh yeah you know what right. i mean they were like of course <laughs> and i'm like oh right, okay yeah, yeah of course <laughs> you, know, you know that kind of stuff but it's a nice thing and so like what it's happened now actually one of my girls just the other day got really scared you know it was a situation where they had to be around people they didn't know and all mm -hmm. of a sudden they just got startled and 
And, you know, she, I just pulled her over and we just sat down, you know, we sat down on the ground and I just said, okay, so like, what do we do? And she's like, you know, and I let her make it up. So like, she was like, I'm brave. And I'm like, that's right. You are brave. Wonderful. And that kind of thing. And it just, yeah. so it just makes it a more obvious tool so that when she's older or when, you know, and can process it however she wants. But this is where I like this concept of loving kindness mm -hmm. meditation, because it's about actually just trying to rewire that negative tape in the head that we all tend to get. As an esthetician and spa owner over 13 years, I know how important it is to have a trusted esthetician in your life. Your skin will constantly change and you need to educate yourself with the correct knowledge. Welcome to Lapre Beauty. This is my online skincare membership made exclusively for you. When you join, you have access to all of my videos, my podcasts, my product recommendations, and all of my product discounts in one place. Also, when you join, you will receive a welcome message from Ashley and myself. Yes, this is actually us. We are not robots. <laughs> we care about you and the health of your skin. That is why we created the skincare and beauty and wellness platform. All of our resources are in one place. Head to lindsayholder.com and join today. We cannot wait to meet you. This makes me really want to go into the benefits of meditation because there's a lot of people struggle with anxiety. And that seems like a moment that she had where she was feeling, yeah. you know, had anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of helped her get out through that moment to where some people that moment could have gone into a full blown, blown panic attack. Absolutely. And there's a way that maybe you can train yourself to like, hey, go back to that meditation moment and kind of maybe calm that moment down before it, it goes further. Yeah, so like in modern contemplative psychotherapy, meditation is actually taught to people very frequently. And it's often the transcendental style of meditation. But this idea of meditation has been used in many more aspects than people realize. I mean, Harvard has a whole sort of area de department dedicated mm -hmm. in researching meditation. There are many, many studies across the world on, you know, the benefits between anxiety, depression, substance abuse, or any kind of addiction does yeah. well with this mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, also pain, meditating on a regular basis helps sort of regulate pain sensors in your brain and change brainwave patterns and get you kind of more comfortable because you're in a more positive mood space. So there's a lot of research in regards to meditation, much more than people realize. And so it's no longer this kind of like, oh, you know, new agey yeah. kind of thing over there. But, and I always tell people too, that like if meditation was something that wasn't significant, it would be a weird blurb in a textbook. Like, you know, they, like we used to put leeches on people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like oh, they did that back then. Aren't they cute? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. And it's survived thousands of years. I mean, it's in biblical times you know, it's old as history right. is it, you know, itself. So it's constantly being brought up and in the public. I don't think there's a country in the world at this point who doesn't have some form of class or way to access things or teach it or learn or something like that. So that's the universality of it. I do think that people are becoming more familiar with it and mm -hmm. it's, they're just getting used to it and it's not yeah. big as a stigma as it used to be. Yes, and that's something. You caught me off guard when you said that Harvard yeah, yeah. <laughs> has a department yeah. Yeah. that just studies meditation. Well, they have in their research department, they have all, they have some of the largest sort of long-term studies and different types of aspects where they've studied multiple different ways to meditate, how to meditate, who meditates, when they meditate, all these different kinds of wow. things. And there's just one of many. And I believe, 
I'll find out, but I believe it's the Center of Anti-Aging or Meditation and Longevity. I forgot Ooh, how they call let's it. Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they look into these things a lot because these are very sort of simple, affordable, easy things to implement into your life. Right. You know, you don't have to pay a lot of money or, you know, sign up for something. You really literally can do some of these styles kind of anywhere, anyhow. I was thinking maybe it could help with people who have sleep disorders as well. Yes. Because they yes. can meditate. Yes. Actually, the Navy SEALs use, you'll see about it, it goes around on the internet every so often that different types, you know, like if they get dropped, you know, in the middle of somewhere and they have to sleep on a different hour where they do this thing where they walk through all their muscles in the body and get them to relax. That's meditation. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, because that's what you can, so you can do very specific things right before you sleep to kind of set the tone to help you sleep and engage that brainwave pattern for rest and relaxation. I think it's Absolutely. just about knowing the tools on what to think about. Yeah. Like you just said, they right. go through all yeah. the, that sequence of yeah, their just, muscles they, and their, yeah. yeah. They just go right from the top of the head to their feet and they just go through and relax, you know, like, oh, I've relaxed my head. I've relaxed my mind. I've relaxed my nose. I've relaxed my cheeks. Wow. I've relaxed my ears. I've relaxed my shoulders. I've relaxed my arms. I mean, it sounds I silly, would not, but it works. I would not Kinda know like, to do that. Yeah. I need a very instructional, like, this is what you do. That yeah. is so cool. So yeah. if you're like having issues sleeping that night, maybe there's something that you could research right. to think, okay, what are the right. exact thoughts? If, if you needed a guide, Yeah, absolutely. That's why I think right now, meditation, there's so many different resources available. Like there's apps and there's courses and there's local places that you could go to, well, especially pre-COVID and, you know, all different kinds of ways. There's Facebook groups, there's all kinds of things. And I think it's because if you're not sort of raised with it in your culture, we're looking for how do we implement it into our daily lives. Right. And that's why we look for those sources, those guidebooks. I mean, yeah. that's definitely the reason why I wrote my course, because I'm not in my course, I don't exactly tell you like, this is how you meditate. Here's direction. Step one. I did it more in the approach because I would see this with my clients all the time. And the questions that I would get, I wanted to explain, okay, here are all the ways you can meditate and look at your personality. Where do you think you should start? What is the best sort of like framework for you? How do you do it without creating a way that you think you're going to fail? Because that's the biggest problem. People will be like, oh, I meditate. I just can't. And it's like, well, you probably picked the wrong one. You didn't start, you know, with the right style or you may have approached it in a certain way. How about if we tweak that and we try this and, you know, you don't put the obstacle as like, you know, people I think often will say, I have to meditate for one hour perfectly, like day one. Well, that takes a long yeah. time to get yeah, to I that like, level of skill. I like the five minute meditation. <laughs> yeah. No, because some people, their mind is racing and they don't know, like they can't, I mean, just to get them to completely empty their mind for a minute right. is really hard. But look at small children. You know, mm -hmm. they run around and they bounce around and when they're off, they're like, boom, off, they're right. asleep, right? So yeah. our minds are kind of wired for this constant motion, especially now with technology and the way our lives are. So we have to kind of learn this as a habit. And, you know, the secret to long life is in the slow, not the fast. And so, but we're also not wired for the slow. So we have to teach ourselves that we have to cultivate that. And that's why. That is so true. It really is. Yeah. I mean, with everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, with everything. everything. Yeah, absolutely. So finances, relationships, yeah. business, yes. love, like everything. everything. So I never, I really like, that's a quote right there. <laughs> Tell everyone 
they're thinking clients, like what clients? Oh, like, sorry. So, so just so you can go into a little bit about yourself. Right. So I have been for over 20 years a doctor of acupuncture and oriental medicine, a functional medicine practitioner. And basically I do sort of primary care specializing in sort of adults, you know, people over 35 kind of thing. But I've seen everything from little kids to, you know, 100 year olds. So it never, <laughs> I never know. But I always, and that's kind of how, another reason why I started talking about this so much more in my practice and thinking about doing a course and all this kind of stuff is because these were things that I would say, okay, we only have so much time as a patient to talk about X things and you should incorporate some of this, 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 and this and go, you know, figure it out for a little bit and come back to me and people would, and I'd get good feedback, but then I would be like, okay, you need to do this too. And so this is kind of the idea of like, okay, I can't give you that one-on-one -on -one attention in a client visit. So, but if I give you kind of one-on-one -on -one attention this way at home, done at the privacy of your own home, maybe we can get to that next step. If right. That makes sense. People don't understand you have a client right after them and that <laughs> right. so the time is limited for sure. Right. It's limited. And sometimes you may not even think like I've had, this has happened to me a lot as I'll think afterwards, like three o'clock in the morning, I'll remember a patient be like, oh yeah, I probably should have told her to meditate because that would right. really helped and try to remember the next time I, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, cause we're human and we don't remember everything. So so these are kind of, and you know, with COVID, I had all this time to really reflect and look at, and mm -hmm. I saw how stressed out people were. Oh my gosh. And that's really what, I mean, it's what, honestly, yeah, <laughs> no, me so too. I mean, I was so stressed out because between my kids and my work and my family and the, unknown. all the unknowns and is somebody going to get sick? Are we not going to get sick? And today it's this and tomorrow it's that. That's a lot of inconsistency. And when you lose your total structure of routine, and you don't have a good solid place of where you have a routine between yourself and your sort of spiritual self, mm. it's hard to find it in the middle of chaos. And so mm -hmm. for me, I found myself like meditating like four times a day some days because I was like, oh. okay, I just need like five <laughs> minutes <laughs> because I was so stressed yeah. out. And I knew that I had to reel it back in, know that I'm safe, know that, you know, I, I'm on this journey in my life it's for gonna be a reason. Okay. God yeah. is going to take care of me. I am okay. But I had to find a way to like have that conversation in my own head. And that's what meditation did for me. And I realized there's just a lot of people who didn't have that. Yeah. And how and why is so hard to express. And that's right. kind of was my motivation. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So who would this course be for and like what's included in this course that you did? So yeah, that's a good, that's a great question. So this course is really about educating you about meditation. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, this is how you meditate. I'm actually going to show you, these are all the types. These are all the styles reflect on your personality. You know, what's a good way to start or what's a good way to look at this or look at that. Also to talk about types of meditation, like cleaning that you may not have thought is a type of meditation that there's many other forms and for the people who are like i can never sit still i'll never be able to do it okay great well here are a bunch of meditation forms you can start with and that might work for you and then when you feel more comfortable you can go to the next one and right. the next one and incorporate that or try them all and see oh look because that's kind of what happened to me i learned one style from my teacher and then i learned another style and another style and the one that i actually thought i wouldn't like was one i really liked and i did for a decade straight i right. did um sort of transcendental meditation only hmm. for a very very long time what does that mean so it's just a different style of meditation okay it's a uh, it's kind just of for people yeah well yeah and myself <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, there's like, there's the type where you sit, 
you know, like ohm, you know, that kind of stuff. This is different. This is where it's about, you know, it's just like emptying the mind. Okay. Okay. And, but then, you know, my life changed and I had kids and things got different. And I just, I realized my meditation needed to reflect where I was mm. and at the period of my yeah. life. And it's not such a hard and fast rule because that's one of the things that I think happens a lot with all kinds of things like yoga or any type of, you know, Tai Chi, Qigong, those kinds of things that it's this way and it's the right. only way and you can't deviate from this. And that's not really yeah. true. You know, yeah. you can do anything you want as long as what's important. And that's what I really try to talk about in this course is what it's important is that you dedicate the time to yourself, mm -hmm. that you take that deliberate time and you use it to your fullest benefit, whatever the style is, and take that to the next step until you go to the next step and see how it helps you. Yeah. And that's kind of the idea behind it. I love that. So. Just to know about <laughs> the cleaning meditation alone, <laughs> I am excited. Yes, yes. There is some really beautiful stuff out there when you start to look for it and you yeah. find the style that sounds like what you like, and then you can really dive deep and find more and then find a community, whether it's online or in person of other people who think like you read mm. books, however it is and find that connection. I think that's the biggest thing. I think that was great that you said that, um, I honestly didn't even think about this, but like there's Facebook groups mm -hmm. for a meditation. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that. So you yeah. could do that. You could do YouTube. You yeah. could do yeah. Yeah, there's anything. There's so many resources. I mean, yes. they're even starting to incorporate meditation in schools. And really? Yeah, huh. for little kids to start their day. Some schools do oh, yoga, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And it's Love just that. because it all comes back to the science of when you feel grounded and in yourself mm. and your connections between sort of your life and your spiritual beliefs feel solid, then you feel okay. Right. You're not worrying about the future. You're not worrying about the past. Right. You're just present. And that's all you have is this present moment. Yeah. And if you can handle this present moment completely, then you'll be fine. You'll be okay. Yeah. And I think we forget that. Yeah, we're we all do. worrying about everything or no. we're worrying about this. And yeah. Know. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, well, I'm very biblical too. And I'm like, yeah. I can, just like it says in the Bible, I can only worry about today. Yes. Yeah. I can't I really can't think about tomorrow. Right. I, I mean, that's I all we can't. have. And then Absolutely. I need to meditate. Yeah, no, no. And that's the other thing too. It's like, you know, for those who come from the Christian perspective, I know myself, I struggled with that because I was kind of like, oh. <laughs> you know, when I was raised, this is not quite, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And what I had to have was someone tell me that it's like, those are two different conversations. You mm. can mix them together if you want to, right. but you don't have to. Mm -hmm. So I found myself that meditation was a really nice extension of like after or before devotional time. Oh, I like that. You An know, extension. Just because, yeah. so like I found myself at first doing it afterwards, but then I think now as a habit, I tend to do it first because I want to get the junk Everything out of out. the way yeah. yeah and then i can go okay my mind is clear i can focus in on that's why i think i really like to do it in the beginning and the end of the day okay because i tend to do that more in the sort of the end of the day yeah the reflection time i didn't even think about my that kids go to bed <laughs> yeah that's a great tip though yeah I like that. I, I think really that's like worked that. out really well, like in general. And I tell that to people all the time that you can take this however you want to. Right. And you can make it as sort of neutral or personal as you want. Now, do you do any breath work with your meditation? Yeah. I mean, so there are some styles that are very specific, like you have to breathe in through your nose and exhale through your mouth and this, that, and the other. And then there's other styles, just breathe in that it's real important to take a deep breath and it's real important to take a slow exhale. And, mm. and because in part of setting that rhythm is slowing your body down, slowing your rhythm down. So you can like really feel things in your chest, 
really get present, good oxygen to the brain, you know, so that helps with clarity of thought. And most of us don't mm. breathe that well in general. Yeah. Like, you know, we're right. not taking these deep breaths all day long, you know, no. that kind of stuff. And so I use, I think it's important to use it as, even if you're not doing it very specifically, but just to be very conscious of your mm -hmm. breath and to slow it down, it makes a big difference. So yeah. I think that's important personally, but I love that. There's no right or wrong way. No, really. there's no right. Or, I, and that, <laughs> that's the thing. I, I like how you said that there's no right or right. wrong way. There's many different types. There's many ways to do it. Right. You know, you'll find what works for you and you'll find you'll change yeah. the way when you change whatever's going on in your life or throughout the day, there's, yeah. you can just, you know, yeah. Make it and work that's what that. I think that's, what's really important because I think, especially in the West, we have kind of lost the habit of sort. And I mean, I think the whole world now with technology is kind of creeping that way, but definitely we were more of this in the West in an earlier time to like never disconnect to oh. have technology all the time. You know, like I'm notorious that people who know me, if you call me or text me after a certain amount of time, I'm not going to answer you yeah. until tomorrow. <laughs> That's I'm good. Off. Right. But people forget. Yeah, that they're like, what's wrong with you? Used, I texted right, you. That used yeah, to be normal. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, right. And I mean, even my mom when she was living, like, who was definitely one of those people who never answered the phone after a certain amount of time, would suddenly be like, I called you. Why didn't you answer? And I'm like, <laughs> what's wrong? What's okay? <laughs> you know, <laughs> my that, phone is in the other, other room. room because I don't leave it next to my bed. I don't sleep with it like that. So that's part of what that's I awesome. think is also good. We have to cultivate the habit of creating our own personal time because we can only be really present for others in our life if we're present for ourselves first. Yeah. You know, Back we, in the day when you had the phones that just rang in the house, <laughs> you wouldn't dare call somebody after right, dinner time. Right. That would be so, so rude. Right, right. And now, because you, ding, ding, like, oh, it's just a text. <laughs> oh, it's so, on silent. They it's won't a, yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, yeah, no. no, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. No, it happens and it's true. But part of that, we've lost our yeah. together time for ourselves and with our families and others that, that are is important true. to us. And yeah. that's a habit I think we really need to address and try to kind of refocus in on. And I think meditation really helps with that. Well, thank you so much. And I love how we, well, I learned through this podcast that we can incorporate it with our families, yeah. with our children, just there's so many different ways. Yeah. I didn't even think about that and help them even with ourselves with anxiety and stress and sleeping. There's so many ways. So where can everybody find you? Where can they find the course? Like tell everybody about it. <laughs> so the easiest way it's uh, drmarina.com, which is drmarina.com and everything's there and you can click on and you'll find it right there. It's easy to find. And that's pretty much it. Very simple. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and they can find you on your Instagram yes, and things me, like that. Yeah, you can find me on my Instagram and YouTube and Facebook as Dr. Marina GVL for Greenville. Now, we'll say this last thing is that on your YouTube, you actually have some meditation oh, yes, um, links. So a little tip is that I like to leave the YouTube just kind of her channel just kind of running on I have two screens. And it just gives me that Zen moment yes. for that meditation while I'm doing my work. In the other yeah, I started I did that on purpose. Actually, uh, I thought about like songs that I uh, liked and things that music that I liked. And then I managed to because the internet is an amazing place. I managed to meet a, a musician on the other side of the world. And I said, Could you do some nice music? Oh, cool. For meditation. And they were like, sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so and I, that's all why it's there. So that for those who need music, at least it's easily accessible. Is it drmarina.com on YouTube yep. also? Yep. It's Dr. Yeah, it's Dr. Marina on YouTube. And you can click to YouTube through the website through that. as well. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it. Yes. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>